This episode of Correct Opinions is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Huggies know that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and their tushies do too. Oh, their cute little tush. Huggies' best-fitting diaper is their little movers with its curved and stretchy fit. Moms and dads know that there's nothing worse than an ill-fitting diaper, especially for your active babies. Boy, Thomas, he's running around. He's active. He's got a little diaper on, and we can rely on them to keep the baby covered while he moves around. Huggies Little Movers are curved, so Thomas and the babies, they feel comfy no matter how much they're moving around. And they're, I mean, again, moving around a lot. Maybe a little more than I want, but we're having a good time. They also offer up to a 12-hour protection against leaks. Game changer. 12 hours, that's right. So get your babies behind into Huggies Best Fitting Diaper. Huggies Little Movers they are the best. We're obsessed with them. They're helping our little boy so much when he's running around. Again, a bunch. Okay? So Huggies Little Movers, we got you, baby. Woo! Hi, Sharks. My name is Todd Totterson, and my product is The Horse Files. I'm here seeking $300,000 in exchange for 15% of my company. The horse industry is a billion-dollar industry, and horse shoes cost $79 million a year to the owners. So change out the horseshoes and file it down with the horse files. With my products, you can make 50% margins and 79% numbers, numbers, blah, blah, blah. So invest in me or you're all a bunch of whores. Thank you. I skipped lunch today. For that reason, I know. I tell you what, I'll make you an offer. I'll give you the 300,000, but I want 51% and 4% royalty on every product sold for the rest of the time. Thank you. Wow. Uh, could I just have a moment to call my business partner and talk through this extremely life-changing decision? If you leave the tank, the deal might not be here when you get back. I'm gonna have to politely decline your offer. You're dead to me. Thank you, Sharks. Yeah, I never really wanted to make a deal. I just wanted to be on uh, national TV. So mission accomplished. Oh, I love. I used to love Shark Tank. Uh, I haven't watched it in a long time. Used to love it. I feel it was very exciting. Now it's it's a little overdone. You know, you got these guys coming in here. They always got to be so lame. Why are the pitches? They always end with like a rhyme. They're like, "This is our uh, cordless vacuum that connects to Wi-Fi and also can climb up on your counter and do the dishes." It's called the. It's called the crocodile because it can do land and sea. So stick. So let's let's talk for a while, and maybe you can make a deal with Crocodile. <laughs> Here we have some samples. We have some samples. It's like it's a vacuum. I don't want samples unless I can eat or drink it. You ever seen that uh that viral clip where the guys like they're trying to sell a security lock or something? It's like look how easy it is to break into a normal door, and they have an actual door, and the guy kicks it and it doesn't budge, and he kicks it and he kicks it. It looks like he like blows out his knee. He backs up and he's kicking it repeatedly. Like, look how easy it is for this. Come on. Danny, we practice this at home. Kick the door down. Um, trust me, sharks. It's really easy. Just humiliating themselves. National TV. Um, it's all, the editing is great. It's just, it never gets old. Well, it does get old, actually. Mr. Wonderful. I mean, he's not even a billionaire. Well, I don't want to, these ever, what's a shark? It's a billionaire. Shout out, uh, uh, what's his name? Draymond, the the shark. He's the FUBU guy. He follows me. That's pretty cool. I personally never wore FUBU myself. Um, Damon. Thank you. I knew that. I never personally wore FUBU, but I'm a proud supporter of it. Great brand. 
I don't know if that's still selling, but uh, <laughs> I was more of an Air Apostle and Nike kid. That's what that was me. What's up, my people? Just got back from Greenville, had some shows. I know some of y'all there. I think I, t I told y'all my my correct opinions, people. My recties, <laughs> dude. You told y'all to give me a sheesh, and I I had a show. I got up there, and the guy just goes sheesh, and it was very distracting. So I actually, I don't know if I still want you to do it, but it's it'll distract me. But thanks for coming on back, episode uh, eighty-seven, I think. Wow, we're getting up there. Hope y'all having a good week. Uh, roll music. Correct opinions. Correct opinions. Uh, woo! Yes! Just had a great weekend of shows. Go get your tickets, y'all. We're going all over the country this year. TreyKennedy.com slash tour. Also, give this podcast a great review or share or subscribe to the youtube channel training studios thank you love you kiss you hug you if now that the world's opened up ooh, we should do maybe meet maybe we up the ante this year we say you know what we've missed human interaction so bad i'm gonna have to call the cdc and see if they'll allow little little kisses and meet and greet and maybe it's like uh 99 you get a you get a front row seat photo with trey and a hug and a kiss uh i don't know we'll see what Katie thinks about that but just on the cheek okay don't do that actually but I that we're good to go yes CDC three weeks ago was like you can now talk to someone outside it was like I thought that's what we were the whole point was going outside I thought and then they're two weeks later like yeah we're done just we're good it's a great feeling was in did shows for the first time did shows where it felt like real life there was there was you know no masks People felt comfortable. It's starting to feel nice. Greenville, South Carolina was a great weekend of shows. Um, had a great time. A lot of white people at the shows, but that's to be expected. I was still working on a new bit. Because uh, you know, my mother's name is Karen, which is just hilarious in and of itself. So I'm working on a new Karen's bit. And I'll ask the audience, you know, any Karen's in the house. And there's always one named Karen. There's no Karen's at my shows. We're all good people. There probably is one. Uh, there was a girl, I made fun of CBD in my set and there was a, it was like a late show. This there's, there's always at least a couple way too drunk people at the late shows, uh, do less God bless. And they, I guess a drunk girl was crying by the bar cause CBD means a lot to her family and I made fun of them. So if you're, if you're a CBD enthusiast and can't take a joke, maybe Maybe just stick to the podcast. Uh, it's going to be fine. But other than that, the vibes were very up. We had a great time. Uh, Katie made it to a show. She she came. Um, I should talk to her. It was funny. No, it, hold on. I think she's home. I'm just going to call and ask her. She, I just don't want it to be misjudged. I, Katie came to a show and she wanted to sit front row. I told her she couldn't. And I don't want to. I can already see y'all are judging me. Hey, Hello? Oh, what? Hello? Are you taking a nap? It's three in the afternoon. No. You want to come down to the studio real quick? Um, sure. Okay. Bye. Bye. Wow, she's going to bring some great energy to the episode. Come on. I. She came to the show. She, she went. 
she went, she came, we were in South Carolina. She has family in that area. So she came down to see some family, see some grandparents. Uh, she dressed like an Amish girl to see her grandparents. That's what you do when you see your grandparents. I, do you think I go in to my grandparents and, uh, do my little skits? They're like, boy, you better chop some wood. Stop doing that. Her grandparents still don't think I have a job, but it's all good. We had a good, t- Katie. Yes. Um, come on in. I was just wondering, I'm doing correct opinions. You came to the show. I wouldn't let you sit front row. I feel like people are going to judge me. So that was fine with you. Um, I mean, it was fine now that I realized people were watching me watch you. Oh, see, okay. Well, you were upset at first. Well, yeah. I, no, I didn't tell you this. The lady working at the club said, your wife's here. Where do you want her to sit? And I said, back. And then the even the woman at the club was like, immediately on, you women team up. She's like, are you sure? And I go, yeah. mm, let's ask my wifey. And then you're like, up front. I was like, no. I'm going to sit up front at every show I come to. And then you sat in the middle because compromise. That's marriage. But I'm going to sit in the front next time. No, you're not. Because you're staring at me with your beady eyes and you don't laugh. You don't give it your... I laughed the whole time. You're so quiet. I mean, people just heard you answer the phone. I'm loud. You just smile. You don't laugh. I need some... I'm in the middle of a work day, so it's a shock to hear you call me while I knew you were recording a podcast. But um, I think that uh, I'm your number one fan, so I don't understand why your number one fan shouldn't sit right... Oh, since since the CDC said we're good to go if you're vaccinated for meet and greets this year, can I give my fans a hug and a kiss? No. Oh, I knew she'd say that. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I guess. Okay, I'll let you get back to your real job. Okay, have fun. <laughs> See? Okay. Look at that. We worked it out. It's all good. Um, Dude, my jaw hurts. Derek, you ever had a jaw issue? I had it last... This is weird. I need y'all to help me out with this. I had a, I felt like I, I woke this morning and my jaw was sore. I felt like I had a dream that I dislocated my jaw. Did I have a jaw injury in my sleep? Am I 80 years old? I'm sick of this. I'm like, you know, you're old when you're at the point when, uh, you know, I just travel a lot and I, and we're sleeping in different beds and it's like, oh, my neck hurts. It's probably from all the different mattresses. Like that's when you know, you're literally 70. Oh, another mattress. I know that's going to bite. That's going to make the neck bite. Oh, I have a jaw issue. Maybe I grinded my teeth. I don't know. Um, Thoughts and prayers. We had a good time, man. Um, get Come see to the shows. It's a great show. Very proud of it. I, th- I think everyone had a good time. At least they say so. You know, they may. I mean, Katie says I did a good job. I don't know. She could be lying. Um, had a nice... Yeah, just just literally got back, hopped in the studio with Derek. We're making pods. I I watched a new show on my I downloaded it on Netflix and uh, Sons of Sam, detailed breakdown of serial killer and a satanic cult. Yeah, I love that. Oh, nothing, nothing. I like to watch more on a Monday flight at eleven a.m. than give me the deets on a cult that sacrificed. German Shepherds. It's not for the faint of heart, dog moms, but it. Um, Son of Sons of Sam, Colt in the New York area, and I. I don't. 
you know, I'm not trying to be this guy, but it was very, you know, a lot of Jewish names. And it's kind of like, you know, you, you ever, you ever, are you ever like not racist at all, but you feel racist? Because, you know, I can't say foreign people's names. I feel like I'm an old man. I try my best, but you just can't get them right. Berkowitz, Moranovitz, Kursovitz. I can't keep it track. The murderer's name is Berkowitz. Victim's name, Mokovitz. I'm struggling to keep... It's like, uh, I mean... We were, we were talking, I was talking with Jake. Dr. Seuss would have a field day with it. But he, you know... All right, Dr. Seuss, is he alive? No. no. He's, he's, he's gone for a while, right? probably for the best who knows what he'd write if dr seuss was still around one fish two fish red fish is better than blue fish 1991 yeah. before it all started man i wonder if we write what what did did he write till he died i wonder if he can you imagine if he was around like last summer what do you think what do you think little poems he would have whipped up for black lives matter what <laughs> Yeah, shouldn't do this bit, probably. Dr. Seuss. Doc, more like Dr. Sus. Uh, I'm just kidding. I don't... I, I was not a big Dr. Seuss reader. Walk It In My Pocket is an all-timer. Um, I don't know if that has... I don't know if that's problematic or not. But... I don't know. UFOs. UFOs are real? They came out and said... Uh, you know, we've been debating a long time, like, hey, what y'all better, Area 51, what's going on? Government, we know you're hiding the UFOs. And some guy in charge came out and said, yeah, there's UFOs. But I'm like, mm, nah, I don't believe you. They, it's always this, we're, we got our, we put these little things in our pocket that shoot like 8K video and your UFO footage looks like my mom trying to film a Christmas morning in 1994. This doesn't add up. It's you have and what if there is aliens out there and like they want to they're like okay hey we found some life form it's this thing called earth um these kind of it's like these people they walk around on two feet they're interesting looking people um we why if it, it doesn't feel like any other country gets watched they only watch america it's interesting literally everyone wants to immigrate to america even the aliens is that what they're trying to tell us or are there UFOs being found anywhere else? It's not what I'm hearing. I think, uh, if really, if you're an alien, if you're an alien at this point, do you think? What do you think aliens think of Earth? What do you What are you thinking, Derek? Well, from the movie Signs, which is historically accurate. Yes, you Signs. The scene where the alien popped out? Yep. Terrifying. Terrifying. But he did it in South America. So. Oh, it was South America. <sighs> Maybe okay. I need to check my story. I just, I wonder if they're like, they show this footage of like a UFO in the distance and it kind of disappears in the ocean and they can't find it. So you think aliens like came down to earth, like we're here, we've made it. And they just saw like, I don't know. They saw like gender reveals bombs and then fires were caused and they saw like, like letters in the sky of like Brecklin is born. And they're just like, yeah, we're just going to sail this into the sea. We don't even want to see this anymore. It's my best guess. It just doesn't feel like... But... I don't know. Could be a good time to come to Earth. Vibes are up! Everything's open backed up. 
Come on, aliens. We want to see it. This episode of Correct Opinions is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Huggies know that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and their tushies do too. Oh, their cute little tush. Huggies' best-fitting diaper is their little movers with its curved and stretchy fit. Moms and dads know that there's nothing worse than an ill-fitting diaper, especially for your active babies. And boy, Thomas, he's running around. He's active. He's got a little diaper on, and we can rely on them to keep the baby covered while he moves around. Huggies little movers are curved, so Thomas and the babies, they feel comfy no matter how much they're moving around. And they're, I mean, again, moving around a lot. Maybe a little more than I want, but we're having a good time. They also offer up to a 12-hour protection against leaks. Game changer. 12 hours, that's right. So get your babies behind into Uggies Best Fitting Diaper. Huggies Little Movers, they are the best. We're obsessed with them. They're helping our little boy so much when he's running around. Again, a bunch, okay? So Huggies Little Movers, we got you, baby. Woo! All right, let's do a dramatic reading. It's my favorite segment. We haven't done it in a bit. Uh, I got just the all-time email. Y'all email me, correctopinions.com, or DM me on correctopinions Instagram. Um, Brittany wrote in, uh, sent me a text she received from a guy dumping her after a blind first date. Um, in the screenshot of the text, it's a very long text, we're going to dive in. She has not even saved the poor guy's number. So I don't know how much Brittany was really involved with the guy. So... Um, we're going to dive right in. Please enjoy another dramatic reading. So, Brittany, this is going to sound horrible. And I apologize in advance. You are a wonderful person. Energetic, personable, beautiful, and intellectual. I'm unfortunately in the awkward position of having to write this text. I really like you, and I would have liked to have gone out with you more. However, I just can't do it. I met a young woman nearly three years ago who I was madly in love with, although I didn't admit it to anyone. But you're doing it to Brittany? What else did he tell you on this first date, Brittany? After two years, I asked her out with her mother's blessing, and I began courting her. Oh. Hey, dude. It's not 1608. Oh, she's a beautiful young woman. I shall call her family and, a requ and request to court her. In exchange for a dowry and a fattened calf, I shall give her my protection and love. Quarter shall begin on the second blue moon of the month. I began courting her. It was very serious. I was on the verge of buying a ring when her mother unexpectedly forbid her from ever seeing me again. She lived with her mother. That's what he said. <laughs> oh, we didn't see that coming. Yeah, you know that girl I had to ask her mom if I could date her as a grown man? She, she also lived with her. You know how that you know that girl who I had she gave permission and then took away permission? She had lived with her. Uh, okay, back to the text. Since that day, I have been completely heartbroken. I had never thought of anyone else the way I thought of her. Since then no first date ever went to a second date. Keep in mind this is a text after a blind first date. Nobody lived up to the bar she set for me. 
Oh, a bar so high. I courted her. Who could set a bar higher than a woman who still lives with her mom? The bar was so high. <laughs> About a month ago, I finally went a week straight without thinking of her. <laughs> He'd been, I've been timing it. The most I'd made it was six days. Then dad... Then I'd call my mom and I'd think of her mom and maybe think of her. I went a week straight without thinking of her, and then she texted me out of nowhere about a week and a half ago. Thursday last week, I met her for a no-pressure dinner, <laughs> thinking we were just catching up. Did you, you little scallywag? Her mom came with us. No, I don't know. And that's exactly what happened, but Sunday night, I came out and... Oh, it's, it came out and asked her if she thought it could still work between us. And that earlier flood of emotions flowed through both of us again. She said she was devastated when we were broken up and couldn't stop thinking about it for the same amount of time I did. The most she ever got was six days. I just can't let her go again. I'm sorry it probably seemed like I ignored you for a bit. Please understand it wasn't you. It wasn't me. It was this girl's mommy. <laughs> I had to take the time to sort out everything in my head. You are a lovely young woman. I won't hurt you by stringing you along. Please accept my apologies. I do wish you the best. <laughs> Brittany, I just... I know we had the heck of a time when we went to Outback Steakhouse together. Because our distant friend set us up, but... And I know you've been dying to go on a second date with me, who's clearly a normal person, but... I, and to be fair, I haven't had a chance to ask your mom yet if she's okay with us, so I just gonna, I'm just going to go back to the other one. Woo! Dramatic reading. Brittany, thanks for sending it in. We would love, if you're listening, we would love a follow-up on more details of what this young man's date was like. Wow. That's a... You know, you know, that's such a good vibe, man. You know, those are small town church going people. That's the vibe. We got to break, break up after a first date. Sometimes that happens, man. You on one date. I, I remember I got it. I did this once. I'll, I'll let y'all know the story. I, uh, I went on a first date once. Had a good time, this and that. But I was kind of like, ah, oh, that's probably, you know, probably not going to spend the rest of the life with this girl. So that's fine. And she hits me up. She's like, um, Hey, I took off work today. You know, I haven't done it in a while, so I took off work. Let's just hang out all day. And I was like, oh. And so I was like, okay, I gotta. I obviously can't let this fizzle out. I was like, hey, you, you had a great time with you. You, you know, blah, blah. you do all those things, right? You go, hey, listen, good quality, good quality, good quality, good quality. But I don't, I don't think I see this happening. Translation. Yeah, obviously you're. I liked you enough to ask you out, but don't really want to hang around you again. And it's always tough whenever you break up with someone, and vice versa. I've been dumped, dude. You're like, what? Why? Hey, if you got dumped, they don't want to hang out with you anymore. That's really it, because they prefer to not hang out with you. Uh, why? Because they don't want to be around you. Why? Because they think parts of your personality are annoying enough to not be around. That's it. Whenever 
I feel bad for any girls ever dump me. I'll be like, but I don't understand. Tell me why. I'm like, dude, that's what happens when someone asks you, like, but I just don't understand. Could you just be honest? I just want you to be brutally honest with me. It's like, okay, uh, you're annoying me. Do less. So I had to, you know, I said, hey, just kind of, yeah, you're great, but it's like when you, uh, or the, the classic, but you know, someone who, oh yeah, that person, honestly, that person, they're way too big for themselves and I hate being around them, but you know, good guy. Or if, have you ever described someone as super nice guy? That's code for no personality. <laughs> this girl goes, uh, I'm like, hey, yeah, I just don't feel it, blah, blah, blah. She goes, can we grab copy and kind of talk through this? Like, what are you, are you my, have I dated you for a year? What, and what did I do? I'm a little scaredy boy coward, and so I agreed. Should have never done that. I had a three-hour coffee. Well, I'm I'm trying to break up with a girl I've known for 36 hours. I I was like, what is going on? I've been there though. I've been on the other side of that. You tell a girl, I know. Trust me, I'm confident in this. I've never felt this way before. And she's like, well, I have about my Amazon Prime guy. You know, that's I just I see him every now and then. We don't really talk. That's how I'd like this to be. But that doesn't make any sense because I like you. Life stuff. What did he say earlier in that text, dude? Oh, I can't get over that. Living with the parent. There's hours. I met a woman you were three. I met a woman nearly three years ago who I'm madly in love with. Although I didn't admit it to anyone. Not even her. This guy's got serious um, Sons of Sam vibes. That's too far. But. I think this girl dodged a bullet. She gets it. But best of luck to this young man. Sounds like he's maybe found the one. Uh, as long as he can get the mom's blessing. Speaking of Shark Tank and ridiculous products. Um, this is a... Uh, came across this old video. Um, this this man... He's got to hear this product. It's called the Bear Scratch. And... You, I mean, when you hear that music, you know it's going to be good. If you itch like a son of a twitch. Hi, I'm inventor Richard Heaney. <laughs> Alrighty. Alrighty. Why why was that? Is there studies that show that's what sells products in the nineties? R.I.P. uh who is the famous one that died? Billy? Billy Mays here. Billy Mays here. I mean he could just I don't know. Is is there really an art to selling? Or is it just they just kind of got lucky with the infomercial thing where like we didn't have phone we didn't have TikTok yet. Infomercials were the first TikTok. Just never ending. They just come up randomly or like what's oh, this is a sponge that's the size of a quarter but can soak up a pool. This is interesting. I'll watch it. I'm not gonna my gosh, I'm not gonna buy it. I don't know what psychopath buys it. Someone does. And this guy it's made even more interesting because this white guy is screaming at me. You gonna stay in your t shirt! Watch what what did he sell? Billy Billy Mays here. Sham Wow. No, Sham Wow was the weird, uh, kind of creepy guy. Who reminded me of uh, the, the cleaner stuff. The googly eyes from Mr. Deeds. Billy Mays here, and you can clean off any wine stains, booger stains. Hey, if you poop your pants, Billy Mays do a little dance. Get it now. Buy four easy payments of fourteen ninety nine. 
Can you imagine me going into debt to buy a ShamWow? Can you imagine being like, I need this so bad. I'm going to break up 80 bucks over six months time. My gosh. <sighs> Do less. Can you imagine? If you itch like a son of a twitch, then you need my latest invention, the patent pending bear scratch. Check it out. You never walk out in the woods and see a bear bring off a branch to scratch his back. No, he uses the entire tree. That, that makes total sense. What is he trying to sell here? You never see a you never see a bear walk around taking a selfie. No! He poo he throws his own turds! Introducing the turd mitt! Catch your buddy's turd! Order it at bearscratch.com. The secret is in this natural textured wood and all these he's just glued a a fake wooden trunk to the corner of his living room. Tiny knots. It gives you a deep, deep, penetrating scratch. And, and he's, oh man, this thing feels good. This thing's strong. Oh, oh god. Oh my gosh, easy, buddy. <laughs> now that's a bear scratch. That is a bear scratch. Ah! <laughs> oh my gosh, this guy is. Someone has a gun held to him. How's he doing this? You gonna sell these? I'm They're laundering money for telling you, man, that's what I'm talking a drug about. to get them to act One like this. One move for a 36-inch groove. Keep on. Is anyone's back? I've, I can think of maybe one time a year where I'm like, oh man, my my back really itches right there. I can't really reach it. Mm. He acts like every day people are like, well, somebody has scratched my back. For the love of God, I wish I was a bear so I could. You, he just acts like humans are walking around. You just like go to the park and there's like 16 humans at any point just rubbing up against a Douglas fur. Ah! Ah! for a full scratching. Bear scratch is so easy. You just stick, screw, sway, and scratch. You just stick, screw. I don't. He. I can barely mount a TV. You just stick. Then you got drill a hole and you got to screw it in. It's, Go ahead, ask someone to scratch your back. It's always the wrong spot. Not with bear scratch. <laughs> Dude, I'd, I mean, that's... I can't believe he's even bringing that up. Dude, I, ever since I got married, fellas, have you ever gotten your back scratched by a woman? You just lay there, she just scratches it. Is there anything better? I mean, you think I'd be like, my honey, this is nice, but I wish I had a big... I had a big tough fur so I could grind on our cedar in the back front and back ah uh, what it's always in the wrong place what's the solution to that it wouldn't be simply asking your wife a little to the right it'd be screwing a whole fake cedar to your living room Rawr! you get the exact scratch where you want it you can pay $7 for a lightweight back scratcher I mean come on man look at this These spam caller spam caller <clears throat> Hello? How do they know? Why are they hanging up on... Why are they hanging up... Why are you going to call me and then I'm going to call you back. I'll leave a voicemail. You don't call me... We sorry, you have reached a number that has been disconnected or is no longer in service. Oh, that makes me want to bear scratch yell. Ah!
the spam call. I can't. I can't ever get them to answer me. What are they doing? Do they just like find my location? UFOs? Is it tied to that? Maybe that UFOs we're seeing in America is those setups in India just on another level. What's the longest you've kept a spam caller on? I can't. I've. I can't get past. Hello. This is. This is Trey, and then they hang up. Really? Did you do old man voice? Yeah, yeah. I guess I need to work on mine. He could tell I was a strapping young, intelligent boy. Bow, bend, and break. Not bear scratch. It's two and a half inches of thick material. You can own your own bear scratch for only nineteen ninety nine. Imagine paying seven dollars for that wimpy one, or nineteen for the heavy duty one. I'll take the heavy duty one any day of the week. This banging on. I mean, yeah, but you have to, you have to hang this up in your living room. Looks like we're in a rainforest cafe. It's so easy because it's got a thick, hard gel coat. What is it made of? And it's do not open the inside of it because we're we're smuggling in tons of drugs in it. From Just check out these super strong steel bear trap brackets. Can't find your back scratcher, huh? Well, there it is, right there. That's bear scratch. Yeah. there it is. Have your friends over. Have them for dinner. Open a bottle of wine. What's that hideous fake piece of wood on your corner? Bear scratch. Always know where it is. Where is it? There it is. Where is it? It's right there. It's right here. Oh yeah. Bear scratch. You can't lose it. Bear scratch is fun for the whole family. It makes a great gift. Let's make this the- Your whole family can front and back grind on the same piece of material. Bonding. Best deal in the whole world. Okay. Bear size my order. How about that? Bear size my order. You get two bear scratches for $29.99. That's a real good deal. Now, you can get yours at bearscratch.com. That's one bear scratch for $19.99, which is a great deal. Or you get two bear scratches. <laughs> I love how much she's telling us. This is a good deal. Trust me. Uh, they're both a great deal. And of course, his name is Richard Heen. His name is Dick Heen. Imagine, imagine buying a bear scratch to mail to your wall from Dick Heen. That's his name. Honey, I don't need you anymore. I can do it myself. <laughs> oh, smuggling drugs. Dick Heaney, thanks. We were in Greenville. Katie said she'd been in Greenville before because she went and she had to go there one time to get a pageant dress. Oh, I'd love to make fun of her for that. Pageant girl. She did like one or two pageants because her friend talked her into it. Hey, you. Hey, I make fun of everything. I make fun of everyone. So don't get offended. I, I can't do the pageants. I'm an equal guy. Or the or guys doing bodybuilding competitions. Like none of those make sense to me. None of those. It, it, none of, it's shocking any of those are still running. Our whole thing on... You know, it's like, hey, let's be equal. Let's all be equal, but let's do this competition where we judge women based on how they look in a bikini. But the, I thought we we're trying to not do that. The pageants, oh, you know, I mean, half the Bachelor contestants are pageant girls. That should tell you something. I mean, it's 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 it goes in the. I think in the, if there's a ranking for like, well, here. Ooh, this will be fun. We'll do a ranking for female and male attention. Okay. So the top five, let's say number, f this is in terms of, this is a female who wants attention and what she will do to get it. Number five, um, five being out of, out of the five, the least attention to the most attention, right? Number five, uh, news reporter. 
This is someone who clearly wants to be in the spotlight, but they're still a little low key about it, but they love attention and they're like, let me tell you about the news and the weather, but get it wrong. And the weather, weather's like the main job. You can just be wrong half the time and everyone's down for it. That's a whole nother topic. Number four would be, oh, number four would be orange theory instructor. Number three, pageant girl okay we're getting you're warming up number two girl on the bachelor and number one boss girl mlm girl yep that's the i bet i bet half the people who do those used to do pageants and the other half uh our stay-at-home moms are like i, I got a few hours dudes uh, dudes list five, five to one, five to one, five, uh, five would be guys who are really into young professional intramural leagues. They're really okay. No one's cares Four um, guys who post about their tough mutters, you know, again, if I can just tase you and throw you in the mud, if that's what really gets you going, but that wouldn't get you as much attention. Oh, he's tough. He can do long runs and put himself through torture. Mm-hmm. Take me to pasta. Number three, real estate bros. Number two, number two, uh, Gary V's guys. Gary v. <laughs> you just, you just gotta want it. You just gotta grind. What are you doing? You're watching. House of Cards all night? You gotta work 18 hours. And number one. Number one. The guy who has more abs than personality and asks for your Snapchat instead of your number. Whoa! That's a guy. So there you got it. Um, yeah, I can't do the pageants thing. I don't know. Maybe think of that. We all want attention, don't we? And then the guy who does the podcast and talks to himself for every week for 45 minutes. Yeah, I got it. Wait, Derek, you said there's baby pageant? Yes, in a town in Princeton, Missouri. Real baby pageant. They judge how just straight up how cute. They just look the parents in the eye and be like, you got an ugly baby. It's like serious. Serious. There's three judges. You take your baby to it. I actually want to be a judge. Can I be, how do I be a judge in that? Because I, I look at babies and I go, ooh, they got unlucky. You, you know, right? Everyone... You ever been around a, an ugly baby? People act a little different. They do. You 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 know you're around a cute baby and everyone just goes, "How cute! Oh my gosh, he's adorable!" And it is. It is adorable. You ever been an ugly baby? People just go, "Congrats! That's so great! Your baby is. We're so happy for you." No one's gonna say this little goblin's cute. <laughs> it looks like it's gonna bark at me. It'll grow out of it. Your parents look fine. Um, but that's real. And I want to be a judge in a baby pageant. Man, I'd just be like, you just come up. And now I'd be like the Simon Cowell, the tough one. You know what I mean? I wouldn't be the one. They bring it up. All right. Now, Trey, what do you think of this? They just show a baby to me. I just go, gosh. Oh, what do you think of little, what do you think of our little sparrow? Oh, I think you need to return it to the nest. Oh, 
But a cute baby? Ooh, I'll give a cute baby all the love, though. Wow, that's a cute baby. Um, will our baby be cute? I don't know. I don't think so. I think it's going to be look like it's going to have a massive head. Be just tall, skinny freak. It'll look like an alien. The UFO might suck it up. Like, that is one of ours. Like, no, it just has a big head and a tiny body. That's what we're heading towards. It'll grow out of it, though. It will. But I need to be a baby pageant judge. I'm telling y'all. Um, but, man, get your Vibes Rep merch. Uh, I'm try we got some great videos coming, man. We got uh, oh some great sketches coming. We just, we shot like a, a video on home ownership. We just, the wedding video, y'all just wait for it. Wedding videos be like, <sighs> for all y'all waiting to see me in a dress, it's coming. A guy, uh, I was in full dress and a guy drove by at the venue and he had like, a, he was smoking a cig and he kind of looked at me and I just went, it's 2021, man. And he just nodded and drove off. I think he showed respect and you know, it's nice I can do that. I think my forefathers would be proud of me. So, um, pump for all that. Appreciate y'all listening to this every week, week after week. Y'all are the real ones. Uh, can't wait to see you on the road this year. Get your tickets, and uh, y'all have a good week. Whoa! I set an alarm because I have to do something. What? That's just real. All right, that's a podcast. Peace. You ready to invest in the horse piles? If not, you're a horse. Let me do it again. <laughs> Correct opinions Correct opinions Correct opinions Everything you say is the correct This episode of Correct Opinions is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Huggies know that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and their tushies do too. Oh, their cute little tush. Huggies' best-fitting diaper is their little movers with its curved and stretchy fit. Moms and dads know that there's nothing worse than an ill-fitting diaper, especially for your active babies. And boy, Thomas, he's running around. He's active. He's got a little diaper on, and we can rely on them to keep the baby covered while he moves around. Huggies Little Movers are curved, so Thomas and the babies, they feel comfy no matter how much they're moving around. And they're, I mean, again, moving around a lot. Maybe a little more than I want, but we're having a good time. They also offer up to a 12-hour protection against leaks. Game changer, 12 hours, that's right. So get your babies behind into Huggies Best Fitting Diaper. Huggies Little Movers they are the best. We're obsessed with them. They're helping our little boy so much when he's running around. Again, a bunch. Okay? So Huggies Little Movers, we got you, baby. Woo!